on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. Take out old records off the shelf. Having defeated the beast of Lake Tancred, uh, we had what was advertised as a boss fight. <laughs> Dunked on your frog. Just <laughs> destroyed it. The intrepid adventurers plan their next move. Well, that was uh, that was underwhelming. Time to get the ice and then head back. I gotta get paid. And run into an old friend. Oh, it's been a while. He is, like, giddy with excitement. (laughs) Inef pulls off the eye patch, get a better look, and puts it back on. (laughs) Get ready for a reunion. That is the um, role-playing equivalent of that Sea of Thieves video. Captain! (laughs) (laughs) Now... They roam the land, importunate and insolent, nominating themselves the stalkers of evil, vanquishers of werewolves and exterminators of specters, extorting payment from the gullible and, on receipt of their ignoble earnings, moving on to dispense the same deceit in the near vicinity. The easiest access they find at cottages of honest, simple, unwitting peasants who readily ascribe all misfortunes and ill events to spells, unnatural creatures and monsters, the doings of wind sprites or evil spirits, Instead of praying to the gods, instead of bearing rich offerings to the temple, such a simpleton is ready to give his last penny to the base witcher, believing the witcher, the godless changeling, will turn around his fate and save him from misfortune. Anonymous, Monstrum, or Description of the Witcher An excerpt from Blood of Elves by Andrei Sapkowski So today is a very... Very special day for the show. And not because uh, the monster from last week's fight was incredibly underwhelming and disappointing. I had no. a blast. I it's thought we a were new awesome. monster that we're dealing with. Say it hi, is. Micah. It's a new monster. A friend of the show. The first, first time, time mentioning, mentioning him. Yeah, you guys And never first heard of time him. not only on the show, but the first guest <gasps> the show has ever had. Ooh. Welcome, Micah from Tennessee. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel special as hell. Micah is a longtime friend. uh, Quote, unquote. When he heard, I mean, he's listened to the show, yeah, quote, unquote, friend (laughs) of uh, Jacob and mine. Um, And when he heard that the show was... Just you and Jacob. I'm not friends with anybody else here. Am I chopped liver? (laughs) We've known him longer. We have known him longer. But Um, overall, at this point, just longtime friend of everybody. Yeah, really, it is. Longtime friend. Friend Uh, friend of the show. (laughs) First time mentioning. But uh, basically, uh, whenever he heard, he listened to the show. I, I assume you listen to the show. Well, yeah, of course. Our number one fan. <laughs> yeah, number he leaves one us fan. bad reviews on Apple. Yeah, just to make sure that we do better. Yep. Uh, he true. heard that we were playing the Witcher RPG and basically more or less informed me that he bought the microphone that we use. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. All right. Now I'm being accused of another thing. I've been accused of a lot of things on this show, actually. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't Lots know what you have been rightfully accused. Things. It's just nonsense. Possibly, possibly. But to be fair... Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he, he bought this microphone, um, and we've been working with him to get in this, yeah. this special day where we can record with him. We'll see how many episodes he makes it through. Uh, there's not a lot going for more than one, but you know, 
you know, fingers crossed that we'll get them off in half an mm-hmm. episode. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> Give him oh, Micah's no, it's time uh, enough. Bye, Micah. <laughs> Given like this history, hopefully we'll Micah. be able to get him off in, in can a we, short uh, while. Can we get a oh. can we get a golf clap uh, in the chat uh, for Micah? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, Micah, it's good to have you here. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Do you want to explain to the audience your brief history, how you've gotten into tabletop gaming and sure. ended up on this two bit podcast with a bunch of hooligans? <laughs> I would love to. So I. I have not been playing tabletop nearly as long as the rest of the folks here at the table. Um, I started playing D&D 5th edition in, um, I believe, 2017. So I'm a late bloomer. Wow. That's not that bad. That's only about two years after we started, I think. So So, um, played with a lot of friends that are local to me here in Tennessee. (laughs) Timbuktu. uh, In Timbuktu, Tennessee. other friends than us? I know, I know. We were I talking about other friends before. Can we, hold on, actually. Can, can we have him on the podcast? I, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Micah. <laughs> um, so I had played some fifth edition with other friends, and then um, with with this group, the four of you started playing Pathfinder pretty shortly after that, actually. Yeah. And, uh, I think we started up a Rise of the Rune Lords game. Mostly Uh-oh. to include you because we wanted yeah. to start something at level one. Did Rise of the Rune Lords happen well, first or did no, Tyre so Oh, yeah, Tyre right. did happen first. Yeah, that's okay. so right. So mm-hmm. there was a game which I believe has been discontinued. Yeah, it, it was my home Drow. Oh, yeah, that? Drow played yeah, X. That's I remember right. that. Yeah. Um, and Tyre, uh, uh, Tyre is a, a half monk. Five levels of orc. <laughs> he's a, a uh, half orc monk that is just busted, but um, bussin', he bussin'. was he was in that campaign for I believe what what it might have been the last session that was played of that game. I, no, I don't think it was the last not, session. But I believe it was close to the end at the very least. It was. I don't think it was the last session. It was one of the last like was adventure arcs that we did. Your homebrew, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there it, were at least four more sessions. Was it the empty oh, college? Okay. Was that where he was? No, it was the setup to the. It was. It was one of the things like right before then that okay. arc because that was like four or sessions or so. But anyway, yeah. Continue, Micah. Yeah. <laughs> and so then Tyre, whenever that game was. Re- Tired, tired. Oh. <laughs> Podcast oh. over. We're done here. <laughs> tired move to the main game that we have all been playing. At the um, time. Or at the time. Yeah. yeah, the main game at the time. Yeah, This, this is our respect. main game yeah. now. Um, <laughs> and just got super busted is a pain in the ass for Jacob most of the time. He hates him. Oh, I cannot balance And just Ow. takes a bunch of hits every round because of flurry of blows and he's my baby boy I'm going to I love hurt him very much man. Mm-hmm. I uh, always, you've already hurt that man I'm going he, to hurt you already hurt that more. man an anecdote about Tyre that I always love to come back to is so Tyre had a lot of buffs because I think when you started playing Tyre and it was, this was Jacob's homebrew or 11th game. 11th level. Yeah, it was around yeah. 10th or 11th level. So when you bring a character in to any game at that point you can really specialize and then we had 
I think what we called the 45 point buy in that game yeah. because uh, of so how it started out. Our highest person <laughs> was a 90 point buy, yeah. slightly over. Because of the D6 okay. rolls. Uh, so, so we settled yeah. on a. Uh, <laughs> that, that's a whole sideshow. A lot of bad decisions <laughs> at the beginning of that game. Yes. It's okay, it's fine. So, the, but the point is. The, the reason the a little salty about that. <laughs> the reason it's so busted is because we rolled for our stats rather than went with like a standard mm-hmm. array. And that is a problem because uh, <laughs> I did not roll anything below a 16. It, yeah. it doesn't help that I was so lenient incredibly let's just we can't get into this let's not get into it too but much. <laughs> to keep it short I told them anything below a 10 to re-roll which hmm. isn't that generous in retrospect pretty generous for random rolling the yeah. more generous part is I think we got a, a 20 no that was in my out. game no, no that was that in your was, game yeah. you got anyway three sixteen. let's let's circle back here <laughs> Basically, yeah, because we could talk about this for forever. So he came into this and he had a lot of items and he was really specialized. And the one thing in particular is he had spells on him. He had permanent magic (laughs) fang cast on his fist to give to an enhancement bonus on his like uh, unarmed attacks. And it was a thing for like every single session, sometimes multiple times in a session (laughs) where Jacob would be doing the math on tires, bonuses and damage numbers. It wasn't even the bonuses that got me was the number of times he could punch cause monk has flurry of blows. I know, but like, in you the would beginning, always be like, you would always be like, how is your bonuses oh, that's, that high? That's right. That's yeah. right. And that's right. we would walk through like taxes, like an audit, why this number was what it was. And it ended up always coming down to Magic Fang. And Micah had like a sticky note on your hero lab <laughs> that'd be like, don't let Jacob take this from you. You have this yeah. bonus from, yeah. from Magic Fang. Don't let Jacob take yes. it from I, the, I, the note reads, I know it verbatim because of the amount of times <laughs> that I've had to say it at this point, but the note reads, uh, uh, "Come uh, on, you tire. know it <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, I'm totally <laughs> looking. Yeah, um, but it says Tyre has magic fang cast with permanence. Don't let Jacob fucking take it away from you. That's- <laughs> I had, it was hard enough to balance that game before Punchy McGee showed up. Punch <laughs> before After him. It but- <laughs> took me like two." chapters to refigure think, out how to balance that game. I think in that game, I had the only character who was semi not broken good. That was solely because you played a rogue. You have... Right. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> way, well, way, no. to, way to boost my self-esteem right before the podcast, Jacob. <laughs> there was I'm no just insult saying. there, but when, the only reason you weren't broken is because you had a rogue. Whenever and you rogue changed... rogue is a weaker class. Yeah. Whenever you changed mm. your character from a rogue to, to a, a slayer, slayer then the he was power level point. crept up significantly. So. It's okay. he was equivalent. I figured out my new way of balancing that game, and that is if they die, they die. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true If G. they die, they die. Uh, but Micah... Yeah. It must be nice. You know, we played a lot of games together, and Micah yeah. has created some of the most memorable characters. Uh, we don't have time nearly to go through, to all, go of through all of them. Uh, there was... We, in our Reign of Winter game, you played like a, a gnome uh, blood rager who dual-wielded, and we... He, and was, believes he's a genie. Yeah, because he basically our way to let you come into that but game intermittently... Was he to just let you live in a pocket dimension. So you basically were like a Pokemon player. It was, yep. yeah. was it time traveling cowboy? Dimension traveling cowboy. That's what I was getting to. My yeah, favorite yeah, yeah. character was the one that you didn't make for Rise of the Rune Lords initially, but uh, made about 
Oh God! I think it was around around level two because we in my home games we have a rule that if you don't like your character anything about something about them when you get to level two before you like commit to the level up you can go back and change whatever even if you want to replace the character uh, because wholesale yeah after that obviously replacing a character is a bit more involved but at that point it's like you know I want you to be locked in because you can at level one not really know what you're getting into and Micah this was like one of your first or second times playing a Pathfinder campaign and you had made like, what was it? A ranger. You want to tell yeah, us about right the character yes. you had and what you replaced him with in that game? Yes. <sighs> uh, I'll be as brief as possible on this, but um, the character that I initially created, was, uh, his name was Rydell Genra, I believe. Oh, and he yeah. was a, uh, an elf <gasps> ranger. And the thing that is frequently repeated by the group that is frequently <sighs> quoted from Rydell is your brother's dead. Your brother's dead. Yeah. <laughs> your brother's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had horrible people skills and there was an instance in which uh, uh, the uh, uh, we actively killed died. an NPC's yes. we, brother. We actively killed an NPC's brother. And, and, he was and fighting us. Rydell. No, no. Remember yes. the NPC yeah. killed it was, it was the, the brother died. It was regardless of the specifics. Yeah. The brother yeah. died. Yes. And so Rydell wanting to make sure that he got his words right before telling the <laughs> NPC <laughs> went around in the tavern and told every single person in your the tavern. Your brother's, your brother's dead. dead. Your brother's dead. Your brother's dead. Your brother's dead. Your brother shouted it through dead. the town as well. Yeah. Running. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so, but, but whenever Rydell was replaced because I found that I absolutely hated playing the <laughs> ranger class. <laughs> um, Ooh, shades of five. He was, he went, <laughs> but for real, um, <laughs> he was replaced with who is possibly my favorite character uh, that I've, that I have made. Yeah. And yeah, he, his name is Silas Bullet Tooth McMurray Smith. You forgot Tickles. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> because he has two middle names. Silas Bullet Tooth Tickles McMurray Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but he is by far my favorite, my favorite character. Uh, one, because he's a cowboy and... I am absolutely in love with Westerns. No funky um, little cowboy. I know. No, not at all. I never would have guessed. Um, I love Westerns. I'm, I won't spend the next 10 hours talking about why I love them, but <laughs> I love them a lot. They're really great. Mm -hmm. And so I, I grew up on a ranch as well. So it's just being a cowboy is just in my blood. Plus, and I think. So here's the thing about. Uh, wait, I thought you said you Silas. weren't going to go into why you love Westerns. I, you're he right. That's it. That here's game. the here's the thing. Yes, that's that's correct. Silas was initially made for Reign of Winter, and um, the the ploy here was that Reign of Winter and Rise of the Rune Lords were going to be being played initially simul simultaneously. Right, yeah. and so. I loved this character so much and, and Derek was DMing both of the campaigns. And so we struck a deal so that I could use that character in both, in both campaigns. Right. Um, yeah. The specifics of how that's working, 
it's not important at the moment. But yeah. other than that, he is an interdimensional cowboy <laughs> that gets yanked from place and time. Who was raised by devils. Uh, he gets yanked from place and time to place and time. Yeah. Um, and so whenever Silas was introduced into... Oh, man. Rune Lords. Oh uh, he manifested and materialized in the same spot as Rydell. That was beautiful. Just it turned shed into Rydell mist. like a skin. He crawled out of Rydell like a fantastic. sack of potatoes. It was great. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the real thing we came to Fuck. is we were playing Reign of Winter like as our in-person game. <laughs> this was this is before COVID even, but like we played remote with you, and that was our in-person game. And we called the Rune Lords game the one that we wouldn't have to that we would wait for you on. And the other and the Reign of Winter right. was what we play whenever. So for a while they were on the same level, and Silas would go back and forth. But he ended up just kind of sticking around in Rune Lords. Um, another thing, I don't know if we mentioned it explicitly, but he's a gunslinger, and I think you had yes. played around with gunslinger and 5e but you got to play like the og you know pathfinder gunslinger that kind of if i'm not mistaken inspired the 5e one yeah. um, right and that was mm -hmm. a ton of fun uh but my favorite dynamic not just silas as like a concept but the way he talked and his personality in that group of characters for rune lords so fucking disgusting he was disgusting he's <laughs> abrasive absolutely horrible individual uh, not a Terrible. great person but a good party member <laughs> yeah and one, then, one might define him as an outlaw in oh yes but my favorite thing is like so you know there's a lot of different personalities in that game that were very strong uh, we had Noom, who is like the team mom almost. Um, we had Atlas, who was a kind of self-obsessed <laughs> blogger. Fame he was blogger. a blogger, a blogger trapped in the medieval world, in the medieval hell for him, I guess technically. And then we had Konar, whose defining personality trait was dumb, 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 um, yeah, dumb? big and dumb, and dumb and nice, dumb nice, and nice. Dumb. So dumb and nice, butted up against kind of filthy and disgusting, <laughs> was just <laughs> such big, a good dynamic, curves, man. Uh, oh. Beautiful. Jacob, do you want to recount your favorite moment? At some point, Konar this asked, is your character. Uh, Konar, my half-worked barbarian, asked Silas how his gun worked and basically <laughs> boiled it down to three things that weren't necessarily correct. It was what? Uh, paper, sand, and bang. <laughs> paper, sand, and magic. <laughs> and he frustrated mm -hmm. Silas to the point where Silas shot him but Konar has DR and Silas <laughs> rolled so low. The bullet hit Konar and did no damage. And Konar was basically just like, well, that's, that's not a very good weapon. <laughs> so it's my, it's my greatest defeat. That was, oh, it was so funny just to frustrate somebody so much. They react violently physically <laughs> against you and it amounts to zero. Absolutely nothing. I think that it's, honestly, it was so great. It was so I, funny. I, Micah had a blast, but yes, yeah, Silas was livid. He was not having fun. <laughs> so I think angry. That Maybe the even greater fail was incidentally rolling that natural 20 when you were trying to kill yourself. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, that gets into Silas's whole backstory because mm -hmm. he like yep. couldn't die asterisk. Um, well, well, he could, well. 
if if he died in combat like legitimately or otherwise he just I wouldn't show back up right but um oh and then silas was also the one who got tetanus in that game from the trap yeah. oh <laughs> that was God. so funny because like conar got like a magical affl- afflictment to like his charisma that dropped it to zero basically <laughs> made him unconscious everyone else has these like magical typical fantasy things and and Con- and silas the cowboy got tetanus the cowboy <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Stepped on a spur. Oh my god, it was At hilarious. At least it wasn't tuberculosis. Oh, that's <laughs> true. That's true. At least he didn't die of dysentery. Oh, that's that's true. <laughs> and then of course there's the other character that Micah has played, which was half of a pop duo. Oh yeah, and our five yes. E short lived. We five do e. not do not have time to go into that. The, the, no. We can't. We give all of we our can't. time to Silas, the best. Yeah. But yes. we gotta, the best and the worst simultaneously. It. Yeah. Yeah. See, but now, the character that you are referencing is most definitely a close second. Yeah. <laughs> I know Micah has been excited to play today because he is one of the other people who is really into The Witcher, uh, probably in no small part to my ranting and raving about the books because i know you've listened to the first audiobook at least i I think i've listened through the second one i can't remember if i ended up finishing it but yeah i did at least start the second one i know you haven't beaten it but you've played a significant amount of the witcher 3 uh you as a filthy disgusting card game player have tried gwent (laughs) (laughs) i tried it it wasn't for me what it didn't cost enough aha aha Well, we are excited to have you here. Micah is a regular part, a regular feature in our gaming group. Um, you know, can't always make it to all games because he's a busy guy, um, but we're happy to be able to feature him here uh, today. Uh, hopefully, we'll get a couple episodes out of him, but we'll see. And with that all being said, why don't we get in to today's special session? Well, well it's not really a special I, session, but we're going to pick up anyway. There, Tonight's there episode was, if, I'm, if I might interject for one moment, because uh-huh. there was a very specific reason, a very specific way that the conversation of me being here today started. Uh-huh. And that is I've been accused of a lot of things. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let me, oh, no. let me, let me give you a platform okay. here. Let me back off. So I don't, um, we I, don't have I, to do this. I told guys. I told Derek. Game. It's part of yes. his contract. I'm sorry. Oh, but okay. it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told Derek that I wanted to go through and catalog all of the things that I had been accused of from oh, season one. Here oh, we go. No. Um, I did not do that. What do you mean? <laughs> this is the first time we've ever some, mentioned you, Mike. Yeah, first time mentioned. It, it is a catch twenty two, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I didn't do that. Instead, I've, I've cataloged the things that I've been accused of so far in season two. <laughs> oh, dear. Which is a surprising oh, amount, considering <laughs> at the time that we're recording this, there are only four episodes <laughs> that have been released <laughs> for me to be accused of things. I don't, I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> so I will address one major thing from the first season, because it came up much more often than I was comfortable with oh dear um and that's that i'm apparently just a horny bastard um, <laughs> yeah in in season two i was accused of like four different things in one sentence <laughs> i was accused i don't of, remember this at all i was accused of being a filthy card player of, <laughs> well that's that yeah. oh, hang hang <laughs> let me finish oh. god damn it let me finish <laughs> I was accused of being a a filthy trading card game player. I was accused of uh, 
Oh, you've got me worked up now. <laughs> oh, you've got me started. I was accused of being a hipster and not only that, being accused of the absolute worst kind of hipster. And that's the hipster who doesn't even intend to set out to be a hipster, but ends up accomplishing it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was very reasonable. I was accused of being a good gift giver for a a tabletop accessories. Yeah. Yeah. Namely, a a pair of or a set of dice with skulls in them yes. for for Drow, and namely yeah. Yeah. A, a dice tower for for Jacob. I've been accused of all of these things. Mm-hmm. They are absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> They're all true, and I think the oh. one that hurts me the most because we talk about this a lot is the the hipster thing. Is very because true. I really don't set out. To be yeah. contrarian by any means. It's just, I like the things that I like and I like them because I like them. And you liked and them before listen, everybody else did too. This is why we love I, you, I sure did. <laughs> Micah <laughs> is such a hipster, whether intentionally or not, that whenever we first met him many moons ago, I think at camp, whenever camp. I was still in high school, yeah. We would take his beanie and fake glasses and hoodie <laughs> and dress other people up in them to take photos of them. Being quote, a hipster. As a hipster. And they looked and, just and like hipsters. And what's even worse is that we did the same thing for me, except that it was actually just my own clothes yeah. that I yeah. was dressed in. Yeah. And, and yours were the best. <laughs> yeah. So I'd, I'll, I'll take it. It's uh, all fair. It's all fair. I just want it to be known that I'm aware of all the nasty things you say about me. Yeah, so, fuck you. Oh, we're, yeah. we're well aware. We're well aware. <laughs> hey, I try to be nice. Yeah. I mean, we're being Kat, nice. you are it's the only true. one that is ever nice to me. I'm nice I to Frendo. compliment you. <laughs> That's a very guarded statement. <laughs> if I started being nice, you'd accuse me of being fake. That's true. <laughs> Accurate. Oh, man. Well, now that you've had your platform to defend yourself, now that the uh, the yeah, court of public down, opinion has has been uh, properly informed in this congressional hearing, um, yeah. why don't we jump into today's session? We find you guilty. <laughs> Long ago, <laughs> the worlds collided in a cataclysm known as the conjunction of the spheres. Chaos filled the world as vampires, ghouls, trolls, humans, and other monsters poured into the world. The witchers, mutated by magic and alchemy, were created by human mages to stem the tide. Hundreds of years later, monsters are rare, but evil remains. As war ravages the northern kingdoms, dangerous monsters lurk without and within in the world of the witcher. The witcher! The witcher! So before we get into the recap, let's go ahead and do XP. Uh, Micah, you don't have to worry about this because we handled it off air. Um, So because you guys fought the COVID beast and defeated it so soundly, I'm going to give you all... Nine? uh, I'm going to give you all eight Ah! instead of this normal six. Now, eight is usually categorized as save the entire party. Uh, But again, we've mentioned that we are doing a little bit more accelerated XP just for the sake of the show. Um, And I feel like getting two more per each of you for how thoroughly you trashed my monster 
is appropriate. Literally only one point of damage across the team, might I add. That yeah, it does do some. It would count as uh, something that blew the GM's mind. However, I am knocking off a point for all of you for the uh, notorious nothing that you did in episode five. That is reasonable. Uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not our fault that you were tipsy. Ooh. Ooh. Burn. I don't. I don't know, man. I I edited that episode. You uh, told us uh, wrong, uh, and I have the proof. Oh, really? <gasps> yes. Okay, that doesn't shock me. Yeah. So give me another point. Sick. Burns. I'm taking it. I'm taking it, and you're the, not going to stop me. I was honestly joking. I was going to give you eight anyway. Fuck you. But I wanted to sound condescending, so I made that up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, now you've got egg on your face. I well, I like eggs, eggs, so that's not really a big deal. Coffee's um, omelet. Eggs. Really nice. Thrice eggs. a day, at least. Stress your mind, miss. Won't settle for the dregs. So I know a lot of you got things you're working towards. Maybe you're banking. You want to go around the table here real quick with the three of you guys and see what you're looking at doing. I just spent four points getting two more into spellcasting because I have a low to hit. Yeah, and spellcasting, every little bit's going to help for you. Yep. Um, Jacob, what are you looking about doing with Nug? I spent six points to get to my second of my rightmost profession skill tree. Okay. And I popped two points in that as well. And I'm debating between stealth for my last two points <laughs> or just a point into spellcasting. Oh, don't you know uh, doors are silent on their feet there? Yes, uh, sir. That's right. <laughs> it's sir. Uh, because we're small, we might be bulky, but we're short and we go under people's notice quite a bit. So you hit the second skill in your skill tree. What does that look like for you? Zweihand. Uh, by spending 10 stamina and rolling Zweihand minus 3 against an opponent's defense, a many arms Men in arms. <clears throat> can make one attack, which does double damage and has armor piercing. Ooh. If the weapon already has armor piercing, it gains improved armor piercing, which does an additional 3d6 of damage. So basically, it's a strong attack, but rather right. than rolling my swordsmanship, I roll Zweihand and also get armor piercing on it. That's pretty good. Nice. That's pretty good. Which, if I get that high enough, would actually be a better roll than my actual swordsmanship solely because my armor bumps my reflex down by one, but not ah. my body. Oh, because it's, body, it's a body skill yes. instead of a, uh, a reflex skill. Yes. Interesting. Uh, Kat, what are you looking about doing? Well, I believe you have to spend as many as you have, right? Yes. So like if I have a level four, I have to spend four points to get it up to five. Correct. Well, I did that for my improviser, so now I can get into the second level and start working on my silver coating I've been wanting to get to so badly. Okay. Yeah, so you can put points in that today, it looks like. Yes, because I still have five points left. So you could put, what is that? I think you could get it up to, uh, up to three, right? Um, I'm probably not going to spend all of it. I'm okay. going to spend one to get it to one and another one to get it to two. Isn't that's that right. how it works? That's what I did with my right. hand. Because um, I also wanted to bank up just a little bit to up a couple of my other skills later. Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, I've got the ability to silver coat a weapon now. Take that, DM. Yeah. GM. I gotta say, <laughs> Take that, Gim. I got to say, I... I really like the way leveling skills works in this game. I know it costs a lot to really get something up high, but like, I feel like that's appropriate. Like it's diminishing returns almost if you really want to pump up a skill. Um, in a game like 
Pathfinder, I know in D&D you have proficiency, so skills work differently. In Pathfinder, you have, you know, skill points you spend every level. And so you kind of just, there's a handful of skills that you end up putting one in like every single level. And so by, you know, 10, you have plus 10 and then all these other bonuses and it's this massive number, but it's not necessarily a massive investment. So like if you wanted to start dumping a lot of skill points into something in Pathfinder, it doesn't cost nearly as much as getting a skill really high in this game. You know what I mean? Like you really have to earn every little bonus in this game. And that makes sense because it's easier to learn a skill at the beginning and then to become a master of it becomes progressively more and more difficult and takes more time. Anyway, be just fawning over the design in this game a little bit. All right, so we all got our skill points spent. Let me double check. There's no... The game never tells you that you can't put points in any of the skills, right? What do you mean? Like... I don't know. Let's say I wanted to put a point in hex weaving as a men at arms. Hey, yo. I can do that. There's no li- there's no against that, right? I'm just curious. Yeah, there's nothing that says you couldn't do it. You just wouldn't be able to use it because it also uses vigor, I yes, believe. Yes, you're so, absolutely correct. Um, yeah, I, so you could technically do it, but it wouldn't be useful to you. I know. Okay. Just I, I was just asking. Um, I think if you wanted to learn to do magic stuff, that's something we can work out like DM to player. Well, I didn't say that. I'm just asking. And that might even be possible in the books. I know in uh, episode five, we talked about multi-classing. So yeah, I don't know. We could figure that out. You're also uh, going to peek behind the screen here. You do have some downtime coming up. I'm not sure if it's going to be in this episode or the next, but uh, it is coming up um, and you could spend that to do some sort of like narrative things outside of the immediate like game to learn magic stuff if you wanted. Okay. All like, right. All right, but if everyone's done, why don't we uh, do some recapping and get into the game for today? Uh, if we remember right, last time we sat down to play, uh, we had what was advertised as a boss fight. Um, you had come to this ice cutting village. Crushed it. Dunked on your frog. Just <laughs> destroyed it. You'd come I'm to this ice cutting decimated. village uh, to figure out why the ice stopped being delivered, and things quickly got more complicated than they initially seemed. Uh, as in, you thought this was just this monster terrorizing everything and it ended up being a curse and a cursed house that wasn't really connected to it a, a ton, but held up your attention while I tipsily GM'd you through everything. Yep. Um, <laughs> and you set up, you, you prepared and you started fighting uh, this giant frog, or as we called it, the COVID beast. The, the frog. Hemoth. Frog giant, parentheses COVID. No, parentheses ice. It COVID was. COVID beast was separate than frog giant, parentheses ice. All right, all right, all right. Uh, but you set up to fight it. You set up a, a fun little trap. Didn't quite work out in your favor, but it didn't it's, really matter. No, it helped us later we on. We tried. We That's used fair. what you did to our poor trap to our advantage to keep it from getting away. That is fair. Uh, so you, you took it on, you utterly smashed it, uh, and now all of you guys are on this frozen lake. There's a dead frog giant. We're just going to call it that. That is not what this thing is called. What's it called? Properly, it is known as the Beast of Lake Tancred. 
Uh, it's a cursed That's one. Stupid. If you want to know, it's like a, yeah. it's like in the same category as like werewolves and stuff. Uh, oh. It is not a frog giant, but see if I had known that we could have used some you know cursed ones oils, but you know too late for that. Yeah, of course. Uh, <coughs> but you know, <coughs> Nug in his infinite wis- wisdom has classified this beast according to what he deems fit. Uh, and you guys are all around this dead frog on the lake. Um, what do you do? Well, that was uh, that was underwhelming. Time to get the ice and then head back. I gotta get paid. Maybe if we play our cards right, we can get paid a bit more because this thing was difficult. Wink. Oh, but we need proof, eh? Uh, so you guys are sitting there. You're looking at this steaming car- carcass of frog guts. I swear, if you introduce another character by having it crawl out of the body of we another We can't pain, do this again! I, I, I quit. And I, I see where you're going. No. I see the You say steaming guts. I, I'm ready. Man, as You've riled much, up Jacob. as much as I would love to have this character emerge from the frog's guts as another interdimensional God being. Damn it, we that can't is not do what happens. Again. Okay. You see riding from across the lakeside. Yo! Yo! <laughs> up to you guys on a horse, a figure in the distance. We're breaking the Witcher music here for a little bit to make to appease uh, a few fan. Uh, Micah, hey, fan. <laughs> why don't you describe your character as he rides well, this up. Puts a, this puts a whole nother tone on it, doesn't it? A little bit. Oh, please make him yeehaw. <laughs> please do your yeehaw voice. So what do they see? So what they see is a hulking mass of a man balancing not that great on, <laughs> on a jet black horse. As he gets closer, you notice that his hair is bright red and had, is, is braided in these thick braids that come down and touch his back and his shoulders. And I'm talking like thick braids, like real thick braids, like dwarven braids, thick braids. Hey. hey. Like thick as your arm thick? Thick as your arm thick. Ooh. And these beautiful mutton chops on the side of his face. And as he continues to get closer and you see more about him, you I notice that he is wearing a vest, and on his vest are these rectangular pockets that He's stick out from <laughs> that stick out from his vest and are clearly holding some form of solid rectangular objects within them. Did you give um, him a gun? No. Poor <laughs> Jacob is flipping through the book, frantic about whether or not he's got a gun. <laughs> if that's in the he, lore. He gets oh, closer. He looks up and Nug, <gasps> his piercing orange eyes. I knew it. Yours. You can lie to me all you want, all you heathens, <laughs> but I knew it. <laughs> he dismounts his steed. He walks up to you. And uh, he says, Well, howdy. (gasps) Fire. Wait, is this the one I know? Nug, you see this man (gasps) riding up in the distance. 
And he is a familiar face. You flash back to a moment on Skellige where you saw a certain witcher fighting hey, yo. a monster on a bridge in desperate straits. Oh. And with your assistance, you aided him in defeating the beast. Remind me what I told... What's his name? <laughs> you knew him as Brethor. Micah, do you want to introduce your character here? Oh, you're we'll let it come up naturally. Ma- okay. Master Witcher Brethor. Oh, wait, oh, I got, I got <laughs> oh it. no, you lost your voice. Oh, yeah. Master Witcher Brethor is at you. It's been a hot minute since I've seen ye. Sure has been a long time since uh, Skellige, hasn't it, Doug? Oh, it sure has. I, this, is, this is my friends, uh, Viverwin and I, I, Edith. Edith. I er, this is my good friend, a uh, witcher by the name of Brethor. Oh, it's been a while. He is like giddy with excitement. <laughs> Einef pulls off the eye patch, get a better look, and puts it back on. (laughs) You can see him kind of bounce on the balls of his feet. We we just killed a beast the size of this thing, and we ate it. It was a piece of cake. Uh, Viverwin has just watched this this figure approach, sort of moony-eyed, recognition quite clearly across the face, and she strides forward and clasps... uh, like your forearms, sort of. Mm. I imagine you're still up on your horse. No, no he said I, he got. I oh, stepped okay. down. Okay, yeah. then it's then it's just an embrace. Oyer, you know Master Brethor? Well, what the fuck is Brethor? This individual is going to to look at Nug and say, "Well, Nug, I might not have been entirely honest whenever we met. See, the thing is, my name is Dergamir." But whenever I came into Skellige, whenever we met, there was a, um, there was a bard who (laughs) also had the name Dergamir, and I kept hearing my name in the mouth of other people, (laughs) and the things that they were saying were not very, not very kindly. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, apparently he slept with the wife of some Jarl and the wife of some Duke and the wife of everybody in town, it seemed. Oh, Bart, sounds Bart's gonna like Bart. my father. I, uh, I, I remember <laughs> tells of Dergmir. It's a, you probably made a good decision uh, using right. a different name. It was, and uh, I just didn't want to be associated with that mess. So while I was there in Skellige, uh, I I came up with the name Brethor for myself. Oh, it's a good decision. It's a good decision. Well, you know, it was a name that I came up with in a short amount of time. It was not my finest work, if I do say so. <laughs> relax, relax with the stress. I can hear, I can hear Silas desperately trying to claw his way out of another person's oh, mouth. No, no, I, uh, Bre- Bre- Brethor is a good, a good name. You chose a good. It's a solid, solid name. I have a cousin Oof. named Brethor. Oh, so, name so his real name is Dergmeyer. My real name is Dergmeyer. Well, in that case, it's nice to meet you, Dergmeyer. Well, it's nice to meet you again. Nug. And Dergamir, <laughs> you see, you may have, you know, known Nug for a short period of time, uh, but now, as you see him, obviously the years have passed. Um, Nug, you know, Nug's probably grown older, 
uh, more experienced, and you notice very distinctly around his neck, <laughs> there is a, what looks like a familiar medallion of a witcher's school, but it is made of wood. And it's a it's goat. Like, and it's carved in the shape of a goat. Carved rather well, I think we've decided. Oh, maybe if somebody else carved it, yeah. <laughs> but it is very distinctly carved in the shape of a goat. Uh, and there are cat eye tattoos on Nug, I think is what we have in the art. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cat eye war paint makeup, tattoos. Yeah. It strikes you as a different, I don't know how much uh, stock Durgamir would put into it, but it is a, a noticeable difference from the last time you've met him. Uh, Durgamir then is going to walk up and kind of touch his medallion mm-hmm. and uh, just going to ask him, well... Where'd you get this nug? Well, I, uh, before he left home, I, uh, I, I, I had me mom make it. (laughs) 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 You can tell at this moment, Nug has realized what he is wearing (laughs) on his face and on his chest, and he is turning bright red, but he is not acknowledging it. I, uh, I had me mom make it. We are, you know, everybody's got aspire to to something. I are quite impressed with some of the witchers I've met. Uh, he is not making eye contact with the liar. I am medallion. I, I like the, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, I, it's, he'll, he'll stop talking. <laughs> Durgamir is going to stoop down to be at eye level with him and just going to get like real close, like oh, real yes. close. <laughs> and he's going to just stare at him for a moment, just with a blank expression. And then place his hand on his shoulder and say, "Well, it looks mighty fine on you." Okay. Now, I actually want to mention Nug's age as a dwarf. Technically speaking, because I have him living with a human family and some other stuff, he was adopted by them. Nug is barely at the age of maturity. He's actually just really beneath young. it. Yeah, He's like a little so teenager. Like, he is, for all intents and purposes, just a really buff teenager. Oh my well, god. I mean, when you saw He's a JoJo. <laughs> hey, you're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> a nug nug. Uh, but oh my when god. You, He's a little nugget. When you, <laughs> when you first saw Durgamir as a young nugget, uh, you were probably actually a teenager. Yes. So it's more just watching you grow into an adult, yeah. I guess, for him. He is adulthood barely, but yes. Well, now we've had this touching reunion. Boyer, he'll, he'll get flustered. How do you, uh, you know Viverwin? Oh, we go way back. Oh, really? That's nice. Yes, indeed. Ah, dear God, saved my skin at a, an anti-human raid. Oh. Up near the uh, borders of Doblathana. Erden, I think. Adrian, yeah, I think that's where we said it. Well, I'm saying it like that, so fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> we've all got our accents. We speak the way we speak. Yes, up at Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm I'm glad glad you've met my friend Viverwin already. Or it sounds like uh, you're better friends with her than you are with me. That's all right. Uh, but this is my other friend. This is Edith. Oh hi. She uh, she's been traveling with us and doing questing with us. She's quite the uh, she's quite handy with her ends. And you should note that Inef is Very particularly so. uncomfortable surrounded by people who already all know each other. And she's <laughs> like, I don't know what, know what to say is going on in her head. She's just twirled one of the curls in her short curly hair, really uncomfortable. Like, like, 
they all know each other. I don't. <laughs> to be fair, I think, I mean, obviously, we don't get the chance to play this out, but... We've probably spent more time together than... Yeah, almost certainly all the three yeah. of you have spent more time together as a unit than oh, yeah. either of you have, uh, either Nug or Viverwin have spent with Dirk Oh, no, that's just her awkward, overly politeness doesn't know how to react thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Awkwardly polite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dergamir will mosey on over to Ineth in that case and extend a hand for a handshake. And Ineth like, gives him one of the, like the, the, ar- the full arm handshake. We have her big buff arms. Nice firm <laughs> handshake. You probably got a bit of soot stuck on you now from her, from her hands. Nice. Well, that is a mighty fine grip you got there, Ineth. I'm oh, Dergamir. Oh, thank you. Very nice to meet you. Ineth of Lockerin. A Lochran. Yeah, that's Ineth's name. Very nice. Uh, now that you guys have all, you've all been reacquainted, we've had this touching reunion uh, next to the steaming, stinking pile of frog corpse that nothing will climb out of. Uh, Thank God. Dergamir, you had been sent here by the self-same sorceresses to follow up on the Warwick issue. They did not trust us. <gasps> I am appalled. You had been summoned, much like these other ones, but you got hung up after a hangover at a certain tavern, eh. arriving a day late. Uh, but now that you're here, you see that the monster's already dealt with. I'm kind of sorry to tell you here, uh, Dergmir, but uh, we've already handled this beastie here, and I can only imagine that's why you's out in this area. Before before we go on any further, I'm going to drag your token out on the map here for everyone to see. Oh, yeah! Give yeah. everyone some art. Uh, scarred as a witcher should be. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> Jai, you outdid yourself. Thank you. Oh, was that a wolf head? Bear. Oh, it's, uh, it's bear. the bear. Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay. But anyway, yeah, uh, you were, you had, uh, you've already dealt with this problem and, uh, what were you going to say to him? No. I was, I was, he's, uh, he's just apologized. Like, oh, I only imagine you's out here to fight this beastie, but, uh, we've already handled it. Actually, just now you missed a fight. I, uh, uh, I suppose we's gonna be heading back to the sorceresses' lodge. With the ice. With the ice, because that's what they wanted. They really yes. couldn't care less about a beast except that it interrupted their ice. But, hey, we've handled it. Uh, would you like to travel with us for a bit? Well, sure. I don't mind going back with you. Realizing no. that we're about to immediately go back, Inef quietly puts away her ice fishing pole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we've got to get paid. Oh, but I suppose we're going to be heading to town. I do have a bit of business to handle in this wee village before we uh, head back with the ice. All right. What do you want to do? What's the? Are you going to kick his ass? Remind me the name of the guy who <laughs> murdered an entire family. Henrik. Yeah. Yeah. Henrik. Uh, when we go back, because I imagine we're probably going to talk to old or young Gar. Yeah. Uh, old young guard. <laughs> and, uh, whenever we do that, Nug will split off and let them talk to old young guard, and he'll go talk to Henrik. Don't you okay. think that this teeny tiny little village heard this fight? I mean, well, you we guys still gotta go back. Yeah, you weren't too far away from it, so it's very likely that they're yeah. all watching this. That's what I was thinking. Go can we, down. Can we take a, a trophy? Oh, yes, yeah. we oh, should. Yeah, we that would to, be proof yeah, to the sorcerers to, uh, that we need more money. Yeah. Not only that, but we need to raid it for parts. Also, <laughs> yeah, that, that is very true. And point of order, uh, I'm not sure how much um, you guys as a party would think about this, but you don't have to tell the sorceresses that you took care of it. You can also loop uh, Durgamir in. Oh, yeah. Well, Durgamir would, would address that 
he's an honorable man. And since he was not present whenever the beast was killed, that he, uh, that naturally they would have no obligation to include him in that. Well, just go stab it once or twice, eh? <laughs> yes, yeah, go in character, straight up. Just go stab it once or twice. Virgamir <laughs> will look at, look at Ineth, look at <laughs> the beast, look at Ineth, look at the beast, shrug, draw his sword, <laughs> stab it a couple times. She cheers you on. I think that I saw a twitch. Uh, <laughs> I obviously still alive. Oh, look, a finishing blow. Guts out on the ground. <laughs> As you stab into blow. it, uh, loot falls out of it. <gasps> you get uh, 12 essence of water, which is an oh. alchemy component. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take that if no one else. Do you want it? Do, do, do witchers use Listen, alchemy? I don't want to be harsh here, but Margaret's not going to be here for very long. We should keep mm. it. Yeah, <laughs> you should keep oh, it. Okay, okay. Uh. On that note, Micah, you can be assumed to have one each of your oils and potions and not have to craft okay. them because Dope. that's ridiculous for a one-shot level play. Um, I appreciate you. So 12 essence of water. And you also get a Zoria runestone, uh, which has a 30% chance of freezing an enemy. It's worth 550 crowns. Yeah. And what does freezing do? Now, freezing uh, is like a standard effect in the game. Uh, you are not l- literally frozen in a block of ice, but your whole body is stiff and an icy glaze has formed on your clothes. Until you break the ice, you have a minus three to your speed and a minus Damn. one to reflex. Ooh. You can break free with a DC 16 physique check which takes one action. Oh. Now, uh, the thing about runestones, very familiar if you play The Witcher 3. Uh, they're like an item you can find and put on your weapons. In this game, uh, different weapons have different slots open for enhancements like that. The only catch is once you put a runestone on your weapon, you're locked into it. You can't undo it. Um, but far as I can tell, there's no crafting role that needs to be done. It's just kind of... You, the flavor is you crush up the runestone and like, like inscribe it over your sprinkle it. Oh yeah, uh, weapon and it absorbs the properties. Dash of magic. But obviously, we can have something our resident craftswoman extraordinaire ahem, ahem, do. But no crafting role will be required. Um, now I know I said when we picked it up that the nug it might be interesting to you, but is anyone else interested in this, Durgamir? Respectfully. Fuck off. No. Respectfully, <laughs> I will pass turn. I think you're fine. You have witcher swords. So um, This can't be applied to magic hit, right? It's for weapons. Didn't think so. Honestly, I have a crap weapon, so please yeah, give it to Nug. Your yeah. weapon might not even yeah. have a slot for it. Okay, so we don't have to do it right now, but we can apply that. Uh, yeah, we have to soon. decide whether we want to sell it or use it. That is true. That is true. All right, so that's the loot handle from here. And so you s- just the essence of water and the runestone. Yeah, 12 essence of water, one Zoria runestone. I guess it makes sense that a cursed COVID beast wouldn't have any physical stuff. Yeah, he does <laughs> lots of magic <laughs> he's stuff. Not, he's not walking around with a bunch of cash. <laughs> he's, uh, he's invested in runestones. Not rune like stones. an RPG enemy. Yeah. <laughs> NFTs. Yeah. The <laughs> runestone's an NFT. You can only use it once. Why is it? It's unique to your weapon. Why does it look like a, a weird monkey? <laughs> <laughs> so, Nug, you said you had unfinished business in uh, the town? Whenever we went back to town to report to the town leader and get help with the eyes, Nug was going to go talk to Henrik. 
Okay. So, Nug, <laughs> you walk up to Henrik's door. Let's say right now, um, well, I don't have to get into it, but, uh, you know, Viverwin uh, is going to talk to Yongar about the thing and to get the ice sorted out. They're going to pack it up and maybe put it on Durgamir's horse. I'll assist. Uh, and uh, you guys totally convince Yongar that Durgamir came in and helped you slay the beast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, look at the blood on his weapon. Uh, Yongar actually, uh, peek behind the screen, in the adventure itself is written, if you have a witcher in your party, we'll offer to go uh, forge for herbs and like alchemical ingredients. Ah. Um, obviously, doesn't matter right now. Fight's over. Yeah. But Nug, you walk up to Henrik's house. Pump, pump, pump. Nug waits until we're ready to leave. Uh-huh. Uh, then he'll go knock on Henrik's door. Uh-huh. And does Henrik come to the door? Yes, yeah, it says, ooh, yeah, I, I saw your fight with the uh, the the beastie out there. You, you did mighty well there, dwarf. Oh, you're, thank you. I, uh, it was uh, actually shockingly easy, considering the size of the beast. But I wanted to have a conversation with you about the beastie things, maybe out behind your house. Oh, oh, what about? Uh, as you can see now, me curse has been lifted. Nug will start to walk around the house, expecting the guy to follow him. Uh, he's following you, and he's talking about, I, I can't never believe it, the curse is lifted. Nug turns around and decks the man. <laughs> <laughs> Just absolutely decks him, <laughs> and then, like, kicks him while he's down a good number of times. Oh, dwarf, sir, why you be like this? He'll then grab him by the collar and shove him against the house, and they'll be like, oh. I ain't going to kill you. Because uh, I got a feeling that me friends would frown on it. But I don't like you. And if you hurt another family like you did that one, I'll come back and I'll kill you. Oh. I don't care if you have a kid. Oh. And he'll drop him in the snow, walk around the house, uh, go up to where the ice is ready to be like, well, all right in. <laughs> Are you guys ready to head out? Did you have a pleasant conversation? It was very relieving. I bet. Ainef decides not to I comment turn and on I the cast fact Anya on the house with his child inside. Uh, I'm kidding. Oh, your ass sounds weird. No. <laughs> no. She tries not to mention the fact that she swears she sees some flecks of blood on your knuckles. Is that the tooth? Oh, your Stuck in his knuckle. It's the frogs. <laughs> you know, those look like human drugs. Either way. Curse beast. Oh, curse beast. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So you guys head back. Um, actually on the way back, thanks to like Durgamir's horse, him coming this way, you coming this way and still having that map. You're able to get back before it gets dark that same day. It's actually not very long of a journey. You're Time in the blizzard is what really added the time to and it. And me getting a sloth, let's and be the real. Wolves. And the wolves. I mean, to be fair, if you if the blizzard wasn't going on, you probably wouldn't have gotten lost. Yeah. It's just hard to keep your sense of direction. Um, so you're able to make it back. And on the way back, uh, you actually run into uh, Olgar, the younger. Young Olgar? <laughs> yeah. Younger? He says, oh, you're back already. Did, did you deal with the, the beast? Yes. Don't we have oh. like a trophy? Master yeah. Witcher, no doubt you came in and saved the day for these fine fellows. It was something like that. I see the blood on your sword. <laughs> I've heard great tales. just kind of nods. She was smart. The Witcher prowess. Ye be a lucky party, points to all of you guys, to have such a friend as he. Boy. All going back to me father now. Oh, Everything will be perfect again and nothing bad will ever happen in that village. Oh, don't it's worry. I says hi to your father for you. you 
Hi. Oh, uh, and uh, before we go, uh, Master Witcher, mm-hmm. uh, I, I feel it my duty to warn you that that Louise, sorceress lady, uh, did be talking about ye a lot back at the lodge uh, thing, house thing. Uh, so be ye prepared. Oh, I think and she wants you to be a part of her uh, sorceress party thing that she's hosting. Uh, the food for which, by the way, let me add, it's quite delectable. Oh, it sounds like you make quite That's an impression. That's a big word for a peasant. And Nug will nudge Dergmir. Uh, you make quite an impression on him, didn't you? You're quite, I suppose. Quite a people person. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just going to say, I helped Micah. I mean, you jump in. Yeah. We crafted this character, and you saying this man's a people person is the funniest thing. I have no doubt. It is could not be further from the truth. <laughs> I you know, obviously don't know how much of it can come out, but like, man, I mean, first off, Witcher, second off, his backstory. But anyway, I imagine he's just as much a people person as Nug is. That's a fair <laughs> assessment. But that has yet to hurt Nug, oddly <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Deirdre Zintra has wonderful prowess with the mages. Isn't that right? Viverwind elbows him. I got some form of a relationship. (laughs) (laughs) I know the thing or two. (laughs) Boy, you be safe on your way back, all right, Olgar? Oh, I will be. I got a big old sack full of food and snackies. Could I have a snack? Oh, save some for that little girl, eh? We are going back. But I'm hungry right now. Uh, 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 oh, no, it's fine. You know what, Olgar, is, is a good point. Uh, you I want, like, wait. a Biscoff? I'll take a Biscoff. Yeah, hey, take a Biscoff. Or Ike. <laughs> oh, it sees. <laughs> then you guys, you make it back to the, the High Mountain Society's uh, High Watch Lodge. Um, picturesque as ever in the snow. Um, I think at this point, it's only been a couple days, so you're well within your time limit. You get up to the door. You put the horse in the stable. Get your things settled out. You, you open up and put your shoes away. Put on your slippers, as is tradition. Uh, I still get it. His slippers are Oh, can't forget the slippers. They're comfortable, the but they, they ain't practical. Inef is just as uncomfortable with the slippers as uh, Rothnug. If Nug. we get into a fight wearing these, we just slip around on the floor. I have been in my boots too goddamn long. There's no traction with these things. There's not supposed to be traction. What How else would you do this? And Riverwind takes off and slides, you know, uh... <laughs> Nug's, <laughs> Nug's eyes go wide. <laughs> oh, Deja vu. That's a fair point. He'll do the same thing. Take down old records off the shelf. <laughs> so, 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 so Inef tries the same thing, but she kind of slams into a wall with a heavy thud. The lack of depth perception really hurts. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the charcuterie. <laughs> ah. Oh no. Oh, oh. I didn't. Durgamir's going to look around and just be like, I ain't doing it. <laughs> oh, come on. I ain't doing Dear it. Gans. You know you won't say. I ain't going to do it. There's not a one iota of anything in my body that has any interest. I'll give you a crown. <laughs> Make it two. Deal. Ineth <laughs> <laughs> literally has no money to her name. <laughs> uh, 
He will he will slide across the floor too, but he is not happy about it. <laughs> and Nug will Frowning toss the whole time. two coins to his Witcher. Old time rock and roll, but in a minor key. In a minor key. <laughs> Just take those off. Uh, so you, you slide around. Uh, as you guys are sliding around, singing a coordinated musical, uh, Louise comes down and says, Oh, you're, you're back early. And putting on an incredible musical number, I might add. Um, very, uh, very well. Uh, I have your payment for all of you. Uh, pardon me, Miss Louise. Are when we took this contract, it, we was going after a warg. Yes, but he'll. It lift. turns out that uh, it was a cursed one, actually. He lifts up the head of the frog giant ice beast. Uh huh. It was a bit more difficult. And a bit bigger. Is that a COVID beast? However, <laughs> we also killed the warg. Uh. As she says, uh, I see, so you, you feel like you've been undercompensated. Would you like to regale me with whatever nonsense this is? Do you have the ice? Aye, we do. Of okay. course. And on time as well. That's Earlier, actually. Uh, uh, I see. Yes. Well, I'm willing to renegotiate. Does anyone want to make a... Um, I'll do it. A business or persuasion roll. What's your business roll? <laughs> Not Nug. Nug My has business been is lucky. three. <laughs> that is it. And my, my persuasion is one. Did you roll Nug? Uh, no, because you said one person, didn't you? Yeah. So Nug will my not. My persuasion is two. <laughs> oh. Uh, my, I have a three to business, but I have a ten intelligence, so that would end up being a plus 13 to the oh, range. jeez. I yeah. have a plus what? 13 to business as well. Okay. okay. Cool. So who wants to do it? So that's just my regular uh, persuasion. My empathy is an eight. Is so she a human? Plus ten. Yeah. Because I could get a plus one on top of mine ah. because I'm also a human. Okay. So there what do you, you want to tell her? But I have, don't have good empathy. My empathy is five. Well, you're doing one or the other. So like, I was already talking. Do- you, yeah, you were already talking. Go right ahead. 15. Okay. So if everyone, you rolled a 15, what do you say? Not only did we kill the warg that you uh, assumed was around, but we got to the actual problem too. Oh, I see. And, and- delivered your ice early. Pray tell, as she, you, you make a very convincing argument. What was the, what was the problem with this village? This doesn't look like a warg. Looks like some sort of frog giant. Shut up. It was a, a frog giant ice type. I see. Did you, why did, it, this ice cutting village has been delivering ice to these parts for years. Where, where did this come from? As you can see, this is a cursed one. Oh. There was a curse. There is no longer a curse. I see. Because we's professionals. Well, then I, I suppose I can up your pay to 75 byzant. So that'd be 300 crowns? Um, we were originally promised 260 equivalent crowns, so up to 300? Yeah. Uh, now, if I might add, oh. it seems that these fine folks were informed that they would be the only ones pursuing this endeavor? Yes, that was... Well, she looks a little, like, flushed. Uh, we didn't know if you'd arrive. Uh, they showed up and uh, well, you were a day late, so uh, we thought that's all we had to work with and was trying to plan the party appropriately. We did send them out on their own. I, I apologize. Oh, that's fine by me. My, my concern is is that these people may potentially feel misled in being instructed that 
they were the only ones pursuing this and that may have caused harm to them had someone else who was also pursuing this and wanted to be compensated for their work showed up around the same time. I see. I I apologize. Why don't you make a... uh, Are you trying to get more money out of her? Uh, For them, yes. Okay, so why don't... Sorry. Yeah! (laughs) Why don't you make me uh, either a business or persuasion roll? In addition, I will allow it. Fuck yeah. He's right. We we were blindsided by his... All right, so I'm not going to do the math for the Byzant. She'll basically throw in another uh, 100 crowns on top of it. Yeah! So that's a total of 400. I'm no longer a pauper with a single coin. Now remember, that is to split between everyone. Yes. Um, Still. But yeah. Well, I I will also say you're you're all invited to the party, especially you, uh, Master Witcher. Um, Wait, Oh, wait. Wait, especially (laughs) the Witcher to a mage party? Why? I be very honored to have him. We've invited you, yes. Uh, Especially. I cannot wait for this party, Miss <laughs> Louise. Just like, Thank you. Viv is just green with envy. Uh, uh, Viverwin, uh, obviously we'd, we'd love to have you not only in the party, but as a member of the society. Thank uh, you for your personal invitation. Of course, I sir. will gladly accept. I have elbows. You can tell <laughs> Louise is a little uncomfortable. And keeps like looking around to each person and like darting back to Durgamir a little bit. Um, You've been fucking, haven't you? I, I beg your pardon. Oh well, at Durgamir. Oofed. Hmm. He wasn't here very long. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't take a long time. That was a fast hookup then. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Well, this is a. Uh, Awkward. Here, here's the money. I'm going to go do party things. You're all invited. <laughs> uh, if you want to, the party will be in a few days. Um, we do have accommodations. Delightful. When she walks away, Nug will, will look at Viver when I'm like, hey, you really put her off, didn't you? That was, oh, you blindsided her. That was hilarious. That is the um, role-playing equivalent of that Sea of Thieves video. Captain! She did not see that coming. You, oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> she already looked flustered. I figured I would uh, take advantage of that. Ooh. Oh, men get themselves in trouble with that all the time. Oi. So be fair you, to you, Durgami, I don't think you... Uh, I don't think you uh, tried to uh, work this one. I think this one just happened to you. I don't know what she's talking about. I have got absolutely zero romantic problems in my life. He'll sweat. Of course you do. (laughs) Of course. Is there a problem, Rothnug? Absolutely not. Are you lying to me? He is lying. Why are you lying? I... He'll walk away. <laughs> it's the dwarf's business. He'll go find the snack table. Uh, there's not actually a lot of snacks set out. Stuff's getting prepared. He will ask where there are snacks. Uh, one of the He's other making himself at home. One of the other members of the High Mountain Society will get you like a cold cut. I, I sure yeah. appreciate this. No smoked fish. No smoked fish this time around. I never said. She never got to go ice fishing, and now there's no smoked fish. She is upset. I'm sure that there's a frozen stream around here somewhere. It's not the same. 
tries not to look disappointed. So if <laughs> if nothing in particular happens before the party, Nug's going to catch up with Durgmir over the days, I suppose. And and uh, well, well, you know, they they were doing the 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 song and dance and all. Inef had used her instrument for the first time in a long time. It made her feel good. Oh, oh yeah. And there's another important question here. Uh huh. Is there a person to sell all these bones to? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we can get in that when it comes to downtime. Okay, cool. Um, which we're going to, I'm not sure when we're going to actually call the downtime yet. Uh, I'll let you know. Um, but downtime is when we're going to be able to sell things, buy things, do any sort of long-term crafting or learning that your characters want to do. Um, but I guess over the course of the next few days, you would technically have some downtime, but we'll just worry with that off air. Right. Um, and you're not super close to society and the party's coming up, so it may not be something convenient to deal with at this current moment. But anyway, yeah. over the next few days, uh, you, you hang out at the lodge, maybe I'll you explore the party. some of the mountains, look at the scenery, you catch up with Durgamir, um, and a couple I other things. I go ice fishing, darn it. You, go, <laughs> you make a special trip back to go ice fishing on that lake now that the COVID beast is dead. Um, Leave a slew of fish quietly right. at, at um, Henrik's house. Yeah, for uh, Hild. So the the party comes up, um, and we don't have to get into the whole role playing of the party because that could be like a massive amount of time. That could be a whole episode in and of yep. itself. And I am honestly, as much fun as that would be, I don't have it within me to to just yeah. do that much luxuriating just and role play. Just to keep it short, Nug is abrupt, friendly. And way too personable. If Nug just doesn't and does that, the one thing that that Durgamir does do is bang Louise. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. Um, Louise is very excited to have you at the party. Um, <laughs> I bet because Link. this party for Louise just kind of back behind the screen. They're trying to like make themselves look more. High class, professional, big sorcerer, and having someone like a witcher of any amount of fame there is kind of like a, a spectacle almost. Yeah. So days rare there is. Yeah. Typical sorcerer shenanigans. Sorcerer shenanigans. Uh, but yeah, you, you go to this party. It starts off. You have like these finger foods. Nug loves it. Oh, He's just chowing down, shoving his way conversations he should not be in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you meet a couple of different individuals. There's the uh, of note. There is this. Uh, an older mage as a guy named Baron Anselberg. Uh, and he comes up to uh, Ineth and is like, what's interesting about him is he has a prosthetic like clockwork leg. That's Ooh. fascinating. Ineth would be fascinated. Yeah, maybe he doesn't come up to you. Maybe you go up to him and he's like, oh, it's nice to meet. Meet you. Uh, wh- what's your name? Oh, I'm Ineth. Ah, nice to meet you, Ineth. I, I, I see that you're a, a fine uh, proprietor of the uh, crafting arts. Oh, I, that that I am. You may have read me book on uh, on uh, on uh, fine mechanical automa- automatons. You have never heard of this man in your life. Um, he, but he talk. He goes on at length about his leg, um, and then you see another character here, kind of come and talk to the two of you. Uh, it's actually a dwarf. It's the only other dwarf at this party. Ah. Uh, and he comes up in this conversation. And he's like, Baron Anselberg, nice to meet you. Uh, and then Baron looks at him and he's like, oh, Tomard, you old bastard. Uh, and he turns to Ineth, oh, I'm Tomard Bresdalt. Tomard. 
which is a great name, by the way. Yes, it is. <laughs> Not as good as Timtholomew. <laughs> no, um, but few things are. I don't know if anyone, other of you want to join into this conversation, uh, but they're talking, uh, and Ineth, maybe you step back from the conversation as they're, like, catching up, but you hear Baron Anselberg just, like, kind of overhear the, him saying about something happening in the Alderwood and Kaidwin, and you, you start to listen in. Oh, yeah, and she kind of just, like, steps a little closer. You hear Baron being like, there's some sort of magical happenings down in the... Alderwood and Kaidwin. Uh, you, you know Tomard. You have family down there. Tomard, the dwarf, is just like, oh, yeah, I'm planning to take a caravan trip out there, uh, do some selling, and uh, meet up with some family. W- what's going on in the Alderwood? And Baron is like, there's, I think it's, you've heard the legend of the Alderwand, right? The famous lost magical artifact. Elderwand? Alderwand. Just like the Cloak of Invisibility? Well, the philosopher stole. <laughs> the, there's so, the, the Alderwood is just there's so many stories of people missing, of magical mishaps, of some people like wandering into this this enchanted wood, not coming back, or walking in circles for hours. There's something out there. I'd like to investigate, but I, I'm not going back that far south in a while. Um, and Tomard is like, well, if I see anything while I'm out there, I'll give you a, a letter or, or talk to you in person about it, do some investigating. Although I got to say, I won't want to detour that much without some extra protection. Oh, but let me just scooch on in there. <laughs> did, did you say you needed protection? What? Yes, we're doing a, we, I, uh, if you don't know, I'm, I'm. Tomad Brezdalt, I, it's nice to meet you. Shakes yeah. hands, really strong grip. Ineth, right? Ineth uh, of Lockerin. I run a, a caravan with a, a, a troop of mine. We're called the the Five Under Four Company. Uh, <laughs> we actually, uh, in part of this event, there has been a. Uh, by this point, there's been like a fundraising auction for the the society. I actually donated some of the items for the fundraising auction. Uh, I'd like to collect magical curios and other things. But uh, I have family out in Kaidwin that we're playing to see. Uh, we have a caravan going out there. We could use some extra protection. Is that something you specialize in? You look imposing enough. Yeah, I know. Just kind of like costs a little bit. You know, muscles. Uh, <coughs> oh, my friends and I, we, we could be rather good at that. Do you want to loop in any of your uh, friends at this point? I know. Does does that that head yank thing? It's Rothnug's attention. A Rothnug will leave his conversation with like three magic users, where he was just in a conversation where he knew nothing about, and walk over there uh, gladly in the conversation. But he'll leave it. Another dwarf brother. Oh, you're what? Hello there. It's nice oh. to meet you. You got an accent that I don't recognize. Oh, you're. I'm from the uh, Skellig Isles, but <laughs> I, uh, my father was a uh, professor from uh, the Northern Kingdoms. It's a, it's an odd situation. Yeah, I don't sound like many other dwarfs I meet, but it is an awful pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you too. I'm told that you and your troop here. I guess your buddy Ineth says that you uh, specialize in protection. Oh, aye. We's a strong bunch, and we've even got a magic user. If, if her, she decides to come with us, she might stay here. But it's not, it's not, not neither here nor there. So you got yourself, the craftswoman, and the magic user. Is that it for your party? Oh, yeah. We, uh, there's a chance we could have a witcher with us, but we'll have to see about that. I don't know what his plans are. Fair enough. Well, if you want to work, we can offer 
uh, food and lodging uh, on the way to Kaidwen and a, and a bit of a stipend, call it a hundred crowns. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm there by myself, but <coughs> it sounds good off the bat. We got the caravan, we just need protection. Uh, you know, no funny business, all legitimate, but you know, long enough roads. It'll take about a month to get to Kaidwen. Well, I can tell you, we can get you there, but I don't know about the no funny business. Our group's quite a hoot. No, no, I'm promising you that we got no funny business, no drugs, no bad merchandise, just all straight as well, far that, as the, the legal system is concerned. That's um, good to know. Is there like a, a insight check in this? Uh, sure. Nug doesn't do an insight check. I want to try. <laughs> but uh, Nug will try to wi- wave over what? both uh, Viverwin and... Uh, I guess I'm asking, dirt, should I believe dirt, them? Dirt. Dirk, I'll say Dirk this Amir? much. Durgamir. You have actually heard of Tomard Bresdalt uh, as being a, like, he used to be a uh, a mage of some sort, but now he mostly deals in, like, relics and curios. A dwarf mage? Mm-hmm. So you actually would be pretty trusting with him. You don't know anyone else in his caravan because they're not in this party right now. Okay. But uh, you would trust at least him, and he's supposed to be part of it, so... Just checking in, my uh, too many years of playing these, you get you get suspicious. You've kind of looped nugget on this, but you overheard them talking about like spooky business, magic business. Are you going to? Yeah, uh, Nug was waving over uh, Viverwin and Dirkmir. Okay, uh, I just got Rothnug over there first because they're fellow dwarves, and that would kind of help with the camaraderie. And mm-hmm. let me let me wave over my friends and see if they's be willing to come. And he'll wave over Dergmir and Viverwin. Now, uh, Viverwin, or is 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 you gonna wants to continue traveling with us, or is you gonna uh, uh, spend your time here with your new friends? Does he look sad? He looks. He doesn't look sad. Is he pouting? But he looks a little bit guarded. I'm going to continue working with both of you, uh, alternatively. But you'd be traveling with us. For now, yes. Oh, right, he'll smile. And Dergmir, I know you hasn't been with us for too long, but... Why do if, you smell like Louise? But... You if, were saying. <laughs> I haven't if, been with you for very long. If you'd like to travel with us for this little job, it's a tiny little payday, get into a place that's got some spooky happenings, uh, you'd, you'd be more than welcome to join us. Why is Nug the one speaking for this party? This is a bad decision all around. I'm just letting you guys hey, I'm, know. I'm not good at speaking either. <laughs> you just seem really excited to be speaking. Yeah. <laughs> it's is. also like your idol. <laughs> uh, so if you'd like to join us for as long as you can, you'd be more than welcome. Uh, Durgamir is going to side-eye Viverwin real quick just to like let her know that he's ignoring her question. <laughs> A lot has happened since Yigan. <laughs> Quite a bit. Uh, sure. If there's coin involved, I'm sure I could help. Oi, well, Brilliant. I, the way it sounded is we's each going to get about 25 crowns just to watch over the caravan as they's traveling, and who knows what we'll find when we get there. I'm thinking a ghost. Yeah, and so you fill them in that, like, the kind of reason that you perked your ears up is this business in the Alderwood. Um, you kind of all agree to it. Uh, you get back to the party to whatever extent that it's there. Uh, after the fundraiser auction, uh, there's the full banquet 
meal with the tables just loaded with food. Finally. Your ice is on full display. There's like a, oh. there's a sculpture. There's fresh ice and all the like drinks. It's a really impressive meal. Um, just stuffed roast everything. There's finally meat. During, mm-hmm. the, during the auction, I'd like to get the basket set that has the Olive Garden gift card and some soaps. Awesome. Okay, if you, it's possible. And give all the soaps to Viv because they're useless 300 to you. crowns. <laughs> um, never mind. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a bit too boisy for me. A little bit after the banquet, uh, there is a little bit of dancing. That's about right for Bath and Body Works. It's pretty cool because like the tables like move magically afterwards and like nothing ends up spilling oh. and it clears out the hall for be dancing. Wonders will uh, never say Guest! Be <laughs> guest. No, you have to stop now before you have copyright. <laughs> Disney will come them, in and brash down Don't bring the, the mouse down on us. Uh, Hi there! <laughs> <laughs> the mouse is in the house. Uh, but I imagine during the dancing, there's like a stop persist. Punches. I imagine during the dancing, uh, Durgamir, that you are pawned off between Viverwin and Louise and maybe the one other inf- unfortunate soul that just didn't realize the, the heated, pitched battle going on right now. There's a battle? Well, I, I assume there would be because Louise invited Durgamir and that was blindsided, right? So you wouldn't, Viverwin wouldn't, I, I'm assuming based off previous conversation that Louise dancing with Durgamir would pick an eye fight. Fight over Durgamir. Fight over Durgamir. Unless I'm misreading the situation. I don't understand this. Yeah, I think you might be misremembering something else. Unless there's just something I don't know. About you and Viverwin? Viverwin's not trying to fuck Durgamir. I know, but you seemed upset that Durgamir was getting flirted with. Durgamir was getting more attention. Oh. Oh. Yeah. As okay. a witcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when rather than a mage that's, in a mage society. The, yes. Oh, okay. That's Viv what is the jealous was. of the attention. Yeah, yeah. I see. Viv Nug, wants the prestige. Nug, I see. Yeah. Nug will dance with Louise whether she likes it or not. Okay. He's going to show his there somehow. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, Ida was going to offer the dance of Nug. Imagine Nug the whole serious see, you picture. Thought, you thought that it was it was uh, Louise and um, Louise and, and Viverwin trying to dance with Durgamir, but really it was Durgamir and Viverwin trying to dance with Louise. <laughs> everyone wants to dance with Nug. Yes, Nug dances with everyone that lets him. Uh, and on he that is note, very bad at it. Do you want to roll a? Uh, Sheesh. There's a performance skill in this game. Would you like to roll that for fun? All right. Anyone else can roll it if they Actually, feel like it. Actually, I'd, I'd like to. T- Performance is under what? Uh, empathy. Empathy. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead and make your rolls. Performance? Why not? Oh, I see it. This is going to suck. <laughs> this is going to be very can I just bad. Can come yep. out and say that Durgamir is not really dancing as much as <laughs> he's just oh, like, no! standing? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Holy <laughs> Nug rolls a one. Fumbled. He rolled a nine on his fumble. And then rolled a seven to subtract. And got minus two as a total. Negative two. Wow. Does he like just fall on his face or is his dance somehow inappropriate? His dance is just (laughs) Nug. He's just bad at it and he dances with everyone. So he does like the robot or something? (laughs) Oh, sheesh. You come out to dance with Louise and Louise, being polite, takes your hand and you trip and fall on her feet. (laughs) Yes. 
and you get up and you keep dancing and then you go get another partner and then you trip and, and fall on their the feet. Same thing. By the end of it, Nuck is just purple in his face because he keeps falling. Uh, but he doesn't stop. How much have you had to drink? I ain't had a lick yet. <laughs> Are you sure? I. <laughs> But you all have a great. I'm having a blast. You all have a great time. <laughs> Viverwin dances well. Uh, Ina, did you want to roll? And I, I was gonna see because because like I imagine with her background with some bards, she might could dance a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. you do totally fine. Oh, there you go. Yeah, she does. Pr- she does. Pr- she's a little rusty. It's been a long time since she's been with her bard family, but she can dance. Perhaps you find a hard time finding a good like dance partner due because to your I'm height. just taller than everybody else. Right. Me and Viv, we stand out in the crowd. But you had fun at the party. Um, and I'll then... dance with you. Yes! Oh. <laughs> Girls dance! Girls dance! This is the Sadie Hawkins. <laughs> Where's my khaki pants? Oh, fuck you. After the party, Tomard like leads you guys. There's nothing better. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 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 guys. After the party. It's always a surprise. You, uh, you head out of the... Do you like my sweater? Uh, uh, uh. I will mute you. <laughs> I have the buttons to do it. I'm done. Don't mute me. After the party, you head out with um with Tomard because he calls you over and he says, Tomard. He I says, love Tomard. Well, my caravan's here. We may as well get started. We carried the, the, the curios up here ourselves. We're going to make a couple pit stops in the towns and uh, get on our way. Are you guys ready to set off already? Uh, I think so. All right, well, you can rest up tonight, and then uh, we'll set off in the morning. So, uh, you come out the next morning, uh, and you see this caravan, and you see just the greatest troop. You see Tomard in his traveling gear. You see two other dwarves, a gnome, and a halfling, and they have painted on the side of their wagon the five under four company, with four with little tally marks, meaning four feet, and they are all... Very short individuals. <laughs> and we'll pick up with the journeys of the five under four company next week. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks like for coming it. out, Micah. Micah, yeah. thank you. It's nice you meeting you, me. Micah. Yeah. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> oh man. It's been fun. So guys, I was thinking next time we should have we should have this is this is the first time mentioning him, but Micah. Oh, you know what? He's a great yeah. guest for the show. Maybe we should yeah. bring him on next Maybe time. Maybe we should bring KD. him on next time. I yeah. haven't heard the best things about him, really. Yeah. From what I hear, he's sort of, he's a slut for uh, Magic the Gathering and Yu-Gi-Oh. Ugh. He's Ooh, a filthy true. card game player. I and a hit the other card game player. Did you hear he likes Westerns? Yeah. I hear that, that he's just a massive piece of trash, honestly. Yeah, oh, honestly, yeah. yeah. Well, honestly, that makes him a pretty good fit. Oh. <laughs> uh, I take offense to that. I resemble that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D, gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work at youtube.com slash Music. 
and you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash michaelgelfie. Our special theme for this week is Desolation by Wastelander, composed by Brendan St. Gillet. Our theme music for this season was composed by Alexander Nakarada. You can find more of his work at serpentsoundstudios.com and support him at patreon.com slash anakarada. That's patreon.com slash A-N-A-K-A-R-A-D-A. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.